a podcast, resource, community, and digital media platform. This is Shmoney Radio. People rather talk about, like, you know, their sex lives than money, even with their friends. Casual stereotypes, they're kind of like microaggressions, you know, when we talk about gender. Like, they can be really, really harmful if they're repeated enough because people just start believing them, right? It enters common discourse and you start believing that you're either one thing or the other. You can't be a mathematician and an artist. I had a lot of friends and family asking me what they should be doing with their money. And we decided that we should start a personal finance education business. Um, because there really wasn't anything in the market for people that needed to learn about money, yet it's such a big part of our lives. It was like, okay, I'm going to go buy a bag of chips inside. And I went inside and I was like, this is dumb to use a credit card to buy like, you know, a $2 bag of chips. And I went in and I was like, I'm just going to use my debit card. And then it got declined. And so I was like, oh my God, this is my low moment. Like I don't even have enough money to buy a $2 bag of chips. Put that on credit card because I needed the chips to get me through that moment. (laughs) Hello, hello, and welcome back to Shmoney Radio. It's been a little while since I've been on the mic. I think the last episode we did was just before New Year's, and I thought, what better way to come back for episode 100, Shmoney's 100th episode. Can you believe I'm having a hard time believing myself. Yeah, why not come back on IWD, aka International Women's Day. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know the deal. You know what money's all about. But true story, <laughs> I um, was at the mall the other day and ran into someone who I used to spend a lot of time with as a kid. She's actually the mother of one of my friends that I grew up playing basketball with, and I have not seen this person in years. And of course, I stopped to say hi to her, and she brought up the podcast. She actually, she commented on it, she actually complimented me on it, which was very nice, but then she asked, so like finance, did you go to school for that? Or like, what's the deal? And (laughs) no, I did not. But, you know, doesn't mean we can't talk about it, right? I am your host. I'm Anastasia Barbuzzi. I am a writer. I'm an avid researcher. I'm an avid reader. I am a shutterbug. And all of that kind of factors into my main job or job title, the career I chose to pursue, which is in journalism. I am also the creator and host of this show, which is another full-time job in itself, but always well worth it. Although I may not always be the expert on the topics discussed on the podcast, I really do take immense pleasure in putting my journalism skills to work for you and doing the dirty work for all of the listeners. If you're new here, you should probably know a little bit more about how I became interested in talking about personal finance. 
The idea for this podcast was actually born from a financial spiral that I went into after a life-threatening car accident I was in. And in the time that I was healing, I really began to ponder why it was so hard to ask for help and why we pride ourselves on our financial status and just so many more money topics I began to think about at a deeper level for probably the first time in my life because I will fully admit I think I thought I knew a lot more than I actually did at the time. So Shwani was really my light bulb moment and as soon as I began empowering myself to learn about money matters it changed my life and I began to want the same thing for other women. I mean, I still do. It's International Women's Day, as I mentioned, and this year the Government of Canada's theme for IWD is Every Woman Counts. So why do we make 89 cents for every dollar a man does in this country? Let's really dive in since I kind of just started off with a bang. In the U.S. in 2022, women earned 17% less than men on average. So women actually earn just 82 cents for every dollar a man makes. So 89 cents, 82 cents compared to a dollar. This is just one of the reasons why I think it's so important to discuss money matters, especially for young women, because there's things like the gender pay gap that people don't think exists anymore just because it's become a little tighter or a little bit less apparent to a lot of us. It's gotten closer, but it's not closed. The gap is not closed. Despite Canada ranking globally amongst the top 10 countries for financial literacy amongst youth, the general sentiment for most Canadians towards their own money management skills is shame, regret, and self-doubt. Research shows that women face different and greater financial challenges than men, including systemic and societal barriers to financial resilience. When we look at the labor force, incomes are also lower for indigenous, immigrant, and racialized women. In addition to that, women are more likely than men to be single parents and work in fields with precarious positions and lower wages. Even women business owners face greater barriers to accessing financing and are more likely to be rejected or receive less funding than their male counterparts. Nearly half of women said that a lack of money is the biggest obstacle to reaching their financial goals. And the majority of women cite inflation and not being able to afford everyday expenses as their biggest financial stressor. Overall, women generally have more negative feelings about their relationship with money than men do. Women worry more about their finances than men, and many lack financial education, fiscal confidence, and savings accounts. 52% of millennial women point to money issues as the most stressful thing in their lives. And now for one of my favorite stats, fewer than half millennial women think talking about money with friends is valuable to them. In fact, most millennial women are three times more likely to talk to their friends about their sex lives than their salaries. Maybe this is all a little bit of an information overload for you, but I think extremely necessary, 
especially as I get into where this podcast is going. On the topic of salaries, a new report by the World Economic Forum says that it will take another 132 years to close the global gender gap. I know I'm touching a lot on the gender gap here, but I think it's so crucial to the conversation about women and money, especially right now. Because pay equity is often defined as equal pay for work of value in Canada. And in Canada, we've had laws about it since the 1970s, despite the fact that our participation in the workforce has increased greatly and our responsibilities at home have largely stayed the same, or especially over the course of the pandemic, for some women, they've increased. Pay inequity is so important because earnings are a key determinant of economic well-being in Canada, and it is symbolic of gender-based discrimination and injustice. There's more data out there than ever about this, so there's no doubting it anymore. The gender pay gap is directly connected to other economic-related gender gaps, including fields of study and work, career advancement opportunities, and time allotted to unpaid care and domestic work. It's actually one of the root causes of gendered poverty. Speaking of gendered poverty, women are more vulnerable to low income than men in Canada, partially due to the gender pay gap. A lifetime of pay inequality between women and men means that women are disproportionately retiring into poverty. There's also something called the ask gap. According to 2020 data from Hire.com, women asked for 3.3% less than men did for the same role. The disparities for people of color are even larger, and also those who face multiple barriers, including racialized women, indigenous women, and women with disabilities. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to women and money, and the progress we've made, and the progress that still needs to be made. I like to look back at the last 99 episodes of this podcast as a warm-up, and hear me out here. My objective with this podcast has always been to A, reaffirm that a financial education is a woman's best form of protest, and B, to really inform millennial women of where we stand in this economy and in this world because as a young woman in that weird like millennial gen z age gap i wasn't really sure at the time of starting this podcast that we knew where we stood i say historically a lot on this podcast to remind people that we didn't just run into these problems yesterday in the first chapter of this show i also focused a lot on how we got to where we are to provide context and a look back at the history of women and money. Not to mention, it was also just a season, really, of warming people up, warming the audience up to talking about money and having these types of conversations by giving a baseline, like talking about financial basics, imparting knowledge from the number of experts and amazing guests that I had on the show, and trying to help people understand some of the more complex personal finance topics. I even used the first chapter or season of this podcast as a warm-up for myself. It really was a breakthrough for me to 
openly talk about money and even sometimes my own finances. It was like a form of therapy for me. And, you know, preparing for this next chapter here, this new era of Shmoney Radio, I've continued to use it as a tool. What I've realized is that for as much as it would be great to not have to worry or stress about money ever, it is important to understand that our financial well-being and our financial independence is really critical to the way we move through this world as women. Whether we like it or not, everything seems to tie back into money. There's a lot of messed up reasons for the way this world works the way that it does but as we exist in it we have a choice we can go on the defense and put ourselves in a position where we're the only one with ownership of our choices our financial destiny our lives we can operate with autonomy on a solid financial foundation and that's where i hope to help you make a difference There are a lot of systems in place that are designed to keep women down in a more comfortable place for others. (laughs) And in many different areas of the world, there are social, political, physical penalties for stepping outside of these frameworks. Arming yourself with the knowledge and assets is one way to fight against the patriarchal idea of keeping you small and reliant on the resources of others. I'm sad to admit that I've learned how to keep myself small. I've learned how to play small and I stress the word learnt because again these systems, these frameworks, these concepts of how women should act and how women should be and how women should live their lives, we've been taught these since we were little girls. That's part of this next chapter is truly kicking down the door to some of these ideas. All this to say, this is why I believe we need financial feminism. We need it to empower each other to step into our power and write our own narrative through the power that money gives us. Everything you just listened to from the beginning to near the end of this episode, all of it, all of it is true, all of it is fact, and still not enough of us are talking about our finances. Money is still an unbelievably taboo topic for women to discuss freely. Shmoney's working to change that. For too long, I think we've addressed women's lack of financial literacy and independence by pointing out what we need to do better or the things that we don't have, know, or have access to, and then we just move on. I've made it part of my mission as a journalist and the host of this podcast to move that conversation forward and change the rhetoric. I'm no longer afraid, and I don't want you to be afraid to explore and discover in this world of personal finance, in this realm either. Entering the world of personal finance is, it's a lot like walking into a dark room. There's like this whole universe that A lot of us know close to nothing about, mainly because we weren't taught about it in a formal learning setting or we didn't talk about it with our families because there was so much pride and other conflicting factors that restricted us from having these conversations or sharing our 
true feelings about it with one another. Shmoney makes financial literacy approachable, attainable, and fun to talk about. This is an open, inclusive, and judgment-free zone that promotes the idea of educating yourself to empower yourself. It's a safe place to discuss money matters without guilt or shame. And I am so happy you're back here with me. So let's call chapter two, Going Deeper. This new era is all about less editing, more honesty, more facts, less fear, and really getting to the root of why these issues exist and how we can better our financial futures together. If you're ready to go deeper with me, please subscribe, leave a comment, rating, or review. And again, I'm just so happy to be back on the mic and I'm excited for all that's to come in this new era. Stay tuned for episode 101. I am Anastasia Barbuzzi, again, your host, signing off. And thank you for listening to Shmoney Radio. This is Shmoney Radio. Is this thing on?